Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host. What is up, sister? This is the final episode of 2022 of the Full Out Podcast, and I, woo, y'all, I can't believe it. What a year. What a year. Today's podcast episode is actually a training that I did um, to support you with seven steps, plus a bonus, to release and honor everything that happened in 2022 so that you can powerfully step forward into 2023. This is not a like resolution setting guide. This is not a like seven ways to make this the best year ever. Like, no, this is a process. This is a ceremony that I really encourage you to create for yourself. So whether you want to listen to this podcast and then pause it in between each step so that you can do the journaling prompts, or maybe you take notes so that you can do your own ceremony on New Year's Eve, I highly encourage you to take action on the steps in this podcast This could be incredibly transformational if you allow it to. If we think about reverence, we think about churches and mosques and synagogues, and we think about how we feel when we step into them. I think of like the big cathedrals in Europe that I've visited and just how powerful they feel. And if we think about it, they're just buildings, right? The reverence that we experience is what we bring to it. We bring the reverence to it. So I invite you into bringing the reverence to this ritual, to this ceremony as we step into this new year and really giving yourself the time and space to do it. Prioritizing yourself, like set the stage immediately that you are going to prioritize yourself and your goals and your life and your health and your career and your finances and your relationships. Like This is it. So how you step into the year is incredibly powerful. And so do whatever you need to do. Maybe you light some incense or copal, and maybe you, you know, put on some nice music or you put on a sexy outfit or, you know, you sit with your dog and light a candle, like really bring the reverence to this for you. This is really about you. So I invite you into taking notes, grabbing a journal before you listen to this training. And I'm really excited to hear what comes up for you, what comes forth, what comes through. Um, Honestly, each of these steps, we could create an entire training or workshop on. So I tried to jam pack as much as I could in, in under, I don't know, 45 minutes. So take some time with this, enjoy it, share it with a friend. If it resonates, maybe you get some girlfriends together and you do this together. Um, I think it's really powerful whether you gather on zoom or in person to do this in community. And the last thing I will leave you with is if you are seeking community, if you are seeking to finally be done with feeling the shoulda, woulda, couldas, waking up at another holiday season, another new year, feeling like, man, I wish I would have followed through. I wish I would have made the changes. I wish I would have done things differently. If you are done with that bullshit, I encourage you to apply for Ignite. It is my signature 12 week course. It is your roadmap to creating the life that you desire, to really setting your life up for success, to go into 2023 on fire in your health, in your relationships, in your career, and in your mind so that you feel confident AF, confident as fuck 
so that you can set boundaries without feeling guilty, so that you can choose to work out and nourish your body with confidence, so that you can step powerfully into your career, into your business, owning the powerhouse that you are. We have an incredible mindset course that now also has workouts and nutrition based on your cycle, which is super, super cool. If you don't know anything about that, it's incredible. We're going to have bonus trainings, interviews with um, other experts in the field. We have live weekly calls. We have so much great stuff to really set you up for success with a community of women who just get it. No more feeling like you are alone in your nutrition goals. No more feeling alone in your career goals. No more feeling alone like you were the only woman that is dealing with issues in your relationship or with your kids. Like you are not alone. And it's my mission to bring women together so that no woman ever feels alone. I remember what it was like feeling alone in my marriage and feeling like I was surviving my days and feeling completely isolated and feeling crazy because on paper, I should have been happy. It should have made sense. And I was drowning. And since then, it's been my mission to make sure that every woman has the tools, the mindset, the energetic, the emotional tools to feel fulfilled, free and actually have fun in her life. So if this is resonating at all with you, I encourage you to apply for Ignite today. When you apply, our team will send you an email or maybe I'll even send you an Instagram message and set up a time for us to talk and see if it's a good fit. So if you're curious at all, apply and then we can hop on a Zoom or a phone call to see if it actually is a good fit for you. So my friends, with that, enjoy today's episode have the best new year. I wish you all of the love and the freedom and the fulfillment and definitely some orgasms in the new year. I hope this new year is everything and more. I'll see you guys soon. This is the out with the old and in with the new seven steps to really step powerfully into your next chapter. And I love doing this at the new year because I mean, let's be real in our society. uh, This is the perfect time to set resolutions, to set new intentions, to release the past year and really step powerfully forward. And what I will say is that so many people put pressure on this time of year, starting with these resolutions that might not be achievable. We set these crazy expectations and really set ourselves up for success. So while this is specific for the new year, you can literally do this every single month, every single week, and as much as you need to really get a powerful reset in your life. So while I'll be talking about the new year in today's training, just know that you can really adapt this for whenever you're ready to start a new chapter in your life. So let's dive in. Let's dive in. We've got seven steps. So grab your notebooks, grab your pen so you can take notes and really write down the things that are going to Uh, push you powerfully forward. Now I'm going to give you some journaling exercises and some things that you can totally like pause and and do in this. I'm not going to actually give you the time in this training, but you'll just pause the video when we do those journaling exercises and then you can press play and keep going. So the other invitation that I have for you is what is your intention with this training? Like, what is your intention with this information? So when we put our intention at the front of our attention, 
we're more efficient, we're more effective, and things tend to work better. So I would encourage you before we even dive in is what is my intention with this out with the old and in with the new ceremony? What is my intention? Think of one word, maybe one sentence, one phrase, maybe it's release, maybe it's peace, maybe it's ease, maybe it's clarity, maybe it's something completely different, health. Um, You decide and trust yourself. Trust yourself that whatever just came through that first word that popped in, let that be your intention. So keep that intention alive while we go through these seven steps. The next thing I'll say is invite yourself into honesty. It's really easy to stay surface level. It's easy to stay on top and just be like, oh, you know, everything was fine and I'm ready to move forward. But what I know to be true is that when we only scratch the surface, we don't get to the root and create real transformation. And a lot of people are not comfortable with the heavier feelings. So if heavier feelings come up during this, trust yourself, know that you are safe and know that it's safe to feel. And in fact, when we feel it allows us to process things faster. So we get back to homeostasis. I never feel like we want to feel things and move through things. So we get back to happy. I always encourage my clients move through what we need to move through, feel what we need to feel so that we can get back to homeostasis. We can get back to neutral and from neutral is when we can start to expand from there. So are you ready to dive in? I'm so excited. Number one, we get to identify what didn't work this past year. What didn't work? So grab your journal, make a giant list. What did not work? What am I still holding on to? What am I pretending not to know? Where did I get frustrated? Where did I get angry? Where did I hold myself back? What didn't work? And I want you to go through all the things that are you're still holding on to, you're still thinking about, you still feel in your gut. You're like, oh, that one thing, that thing that I said I was going to do that I didn't do. Or that fight that I had with that friend. Ugh. Or man, I wish I would have. What didn't work? That's going to be one part of your list. And then the next piece of your list is identify some wins from this past year. What did work? What are you proud of? What did you accomplish? What feels really good? Go back through January all the way through the entire year. And again, you can do this monthly. So it's a little bit more fresh, but we want to identify what didn't work. So we know what we get to release. And we also want to identify what did work. So we know, okay, more of that, more of that energy, more of that action. So number one is really identifying. We can't shift anything until we actually take off the glasses and see what is working and what is not working. We start to pick up the rug and see what's underneath there. It's really easy for a lot of us to look at what didn't work. And it might be challenging for some of you to look at what really did. And for some of you, it's the vice versa. Like, oh, everything was totally cool, but it's challenging to look at what didn't work because there's there's some self-judgment there. So wherever you fall, trust that it's okay. There is no right way to do this. There's no right way to do life. So trust yourself, make your list, get it out of your head and onto the paper. A lot of times we hold on to these things in our energetic field, in our brains, in our heads, all my overthinkers. And when we allow it to come down through our heart, out of the arms, onto the paper, 
we actually say that your heart meridians in, in Chinese medicine come down through your arms all the way out to your hands. So you're able to share what's on your heart and what you're holding on to. And the act of journaling actually requires both sides of your brain. So one side of the brain is the mechanical side. It's like, okay, pick up the pen, make these letters write. while the other side, it allows us to access the subconscious. So journaling is one of my favorite practices. And I think that these prompts will really support you in that. So number one, identify what did and didn't work. Number two, we are releasing what do you get to release? It's really, really challenging to want to step forward with new goals, new intentions without releasing the shit that's holding you back. And I talk about blame and shame and guilt, resentment, frustration, anger as these big, heavy boulders that we're carrying around in backpacks. So if you think about the things that you're embarrassed about, Think about the things that you still feel guilt over. Think about the things where you're still angry. You're still resentful. You're still like, I want to stick it to the man. Feel the heaviness of that in your energetic body. And literally imagine holding on to this backpack of all of these experiences. It's really hard to sprint into the new year with new goals, with a gigantic backpack of shit on you. So step number two is really about releasing. And there are a million ways that we can release. And literally this could be five podcasts, five workshops all in one, but I want to give you some options and encourage you to play with them in your own timing. So I like to start really with the emotional space first. That's, that's where I like to go. So the first thing that I love doing, if you've ever been a client of mine, you've done other workshops, I love giving my clients the task of writing a letter of forgiveness. You would write, dear self, I forgive you for, and you will make a giant list of everything you're still holding on to. I forgive you for treating your body the way that you did. I forgive you for not taking the risks. I forgive you for not using your voice. I forgive you for staying in that relationship too long. I forgive you for, and you will just go to town, make a giant list of the things that you need to let go of for you. This is not about forgiving other people. This is not about anything outside of you. This is about you. What are you holding on to? And every time you write down that thing that you're going to release for yourself, it's like taking out another boulder from your backpack. So number one is the letter of forgiveness. Um, Another way to release is to really think about energetically, what am I holding on to? Doing a cord cutting meditation. What are the things that are still feeling attached to you? And sometimes people think about these experiences that they had, and we can envision this energetic strand between either a person, place, or thing and you and your body. Where's the strand attaching? Is it attaching to your throat, to your heart, to your gut, to your solar plexus is attached to your back. And in a meditation, you will experience that cord and what it's really trying to say to you. What is it? showing you, where are you still attached? Where are you still not letting go? And in that meditation, you will envision a golden sword or golden scissors, really cutting that cord and releasing yourself from that. After a cord cutting meditation, I like to actually take my hands, rub them together, and then release the cords by taking my palm from my chest all the way out and really cutting anything on the back side of the body, on the front side of the body. And creating this energetic boundary of like, I'm releasing, 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 releasing. Other ways to release is moving the body, shaking. 
So literally moving up and down, shaking out the hands, shaking out the arms, jumping on the feet. And what this does is it can actually break up trauma and energy that's stuck in the body. So your body is so incredibly smart. It's your divine guidance system. And subconsciously, we hold on to these things in our bodies, in our energetic fields. And shaking is a great way to allow the body to follow through the system and reset. If you see dogs um, on the street, my dog Murphy, when he sees a giant garbage truck, he kind of loses his mind. He was adopted on the side of a highway, whole side story, but he has some trauma around big trucks. And so he gets very stressed out. But what he does naturally with instinct is that he shakes his entire body out and then he appears happy again. And this is the body's biological response to stress and adrenaline. But many of us don't know how to actually release that. Humans have like stopped the process. We, we go into like fight, flight, or freeze. And many of us get stuck in this freeze. And so these experiences get stuck in our body. So shaking literally allows that process to complete so that we can come back to neutral. So if you step into shaking and, and moving and, and you can do it vigorously, you can do it slow and sensual, like whatever feels good to you, setting the intention again, intention at the front of your attention to release that energy and reset. Other ways to release are simply putting on music and dancing with the intention of like, oh, I'm releasing the heaviness. You could put on really intense, heavy, like metal music. You could do opera music. Actually, I find opera tends to be like very therapeutic. You could put on fun music and just like, let it go. Remember, this doesn't have to be hard and heavy or it can be, it's up to you, whatever you need. One other way to release is looking at your space. And I love this for the new year and saying, okay, where do I get to release and let go of things? Do I get to finally let go of those clothes I've been holding onto in my closet that I'm saving for when I lose the last 10 pounds? But when I look at them, all they do is bring me stress. Can you release them, donate them to a good cause, make some money, <clears throat> excuse me, make some money on Poshmark. Where do you get to release? If you have new year goals that are related to health, where do you get to release the old shit that's in your refrigerator? Go through your refrigerator and take out anything that's not going to serve you. Um, look in the glove compartment in your car, look at the inside of your purse. Where can you create space and declutter? This really is about creating space. We want to take things away that we've been holding on to, whether it's blame, shame, resentment, guilt, fear, old clothes, old food, trash, anything extra in our space, physically, energetically, emotionally, to create space for the new. We want to create space for new. So step two is all about releasing. Again, I could do 8 million more trainings on that, but I'm going to leave it there. If you want more on that, feel free to DM me at Samantha Joe Harvey, and I'm happy to give you some more options on that. Step number three, now that you're clean and clear, we get to get really clear on what you're calling in. What are you calling in? And for some people, they're like, oh, I know exactly what I want. And some people are like, Sam, I have no idea. And I'm scared to set a goal because I'm afraid if I set it and I don't do it, I'm just going to feel like a failure again. So instead of setting like very specific goals immediately, I know some people are like intentions versus goals versus resolutions, all of that shit. Look, do what works for you. Okay. 
I'm going to give you permission. Do what works for you. Do not compare yourself to other people on the internet or what you did last year or what your friend or your best, you know, best friend or sister is doing. Focus on what feels right for you right now. And if you need some support with this, what I'd invite you into is what does your ideal day look like? What does your ideal day look like? And if you are able to close your eyes right now, we can do a quick, quick meditation to get us grounded into what that can look like. So, and if you're like walking or driving or listening to this in a different way, obviously keep your eyes open and come back to this. But if you're able to find a comfortable position, uncross your arms and your legs to be in an open receiving position, and then gently close your eyes and you'll take a deep breath in, inhale through the lungs, expand the rib cage. And as you exhale, relax the shoulders, feel the weight in your tailbone beginning to feel calmness and stillness. Taking a few more deep breaths in and out in your own timing. Calming the body, bringing bringing presence to the current moment. And envisioning a magic wand that's being waved over your body, over your life, creating your ideal day. And in your mind's eye, I want you to envision yourself waking up in a year from now where everything that you desired has come true and more. And notice as you're waking up in your mind's eye, who do you wake up next to? What do the sheets feel like on your body? Do you feel sunlight? and birds chirping. Maybe you're woken up by kids or a puppy. And how does it feel in your ideal day to wake up? And how do you move about your day? How do you nourish yourself in the morning? Do you do a yoga class? Do you journal or meditate? Maybe you take care of your children. Maybe you go for a walk. What does it feel like to nourish yourself, loving your body, choosing foods that are going to make you feel alive and strong and vibrant? Do you go to work? What does that look like? What does it feel like to do work that lights you up, that feels in alignment, that has impact? And then as you move about your day, what happens after work hours? Do you do your workout then? Or maybe you meet up with friends for dinner. Maybe you're making food with your partner. And again, this is your ideal day. It can be anything you want it to be. So trust what you are experiencing. What does your nighttime routine feel like? And what does it feel like as you lay your head down? feeling full, peaceful, grounded, in alignment, on purpose. Notice the sensations in your body. What do you feel? Do you feel lightness in your chest? Do you feel expansion in your heart? Do you feel a small smile across your face? Because it feels good. It feels juicy. 
What does it feel like to take care of your body, to feel strong, to feel loved, to have your own back, to feel clear? And if you had to give it a color, what color would you give these sensations? And it doesn't have to make sense. Just trust it. So holding on to these feelings and taking a deep breath into this, into possibility, into your future, and exhale it out. And when you're ready, you'll gently blink your eyes open, coming back to the here and now. And if you'd like to take a pause and write down everything you saw, everything you felt, now would be a good time to do this. And when you're ready, you'll press play again. So when you're with me, I want you to think about what you saw. And I want you to know that what is meant for you will not pass you by. Your God source spirit would not put this vision on your heart and in your head if it was not meant for you. And whatever you saw is perfect. It's perfect. Some people, when doing meditation, see nothing, but they experience feelings in their body. Some people see all the things, but don't feel anything. So whatever you felt was awesome. Write it all down. And I want you to really focus on the feelings, the sensations, because many people think that it's the thing that's going to make them feel good. It's the number on the scale. It's the amount of money in the bank account. It's being with the partner. It's having this external thing, followers on Instagram. These are all crazy metrics that our society has taught you equal success. And when we chase those things, we're chasing things outside of us. We are outsourcing our happiness, our joy, our fulfillment. We're outsourcing it. And that gives our power away. And so I want you to look at the feelings underneath it. What did you feel? And instead of calling in the external things, can you call in the feelings? Can you call in the feelings? Because what we're actually seeking is most likely along the lines of peace, fulfillment, freedom, fun, passion, excitement. And here's the thing. You don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. A lot of times, like, I want to attract the ideal body. I want to attract the amazing partner. I want to attract X amount of money in my bank account. But I can do that in a way that's like, oh, I'm angry. Oh, I'm frustrated. Oh, I feel all these things. I'm going to attract how I'm feeling, not what I actually want. But if I can be really in this experience of peace and fun and fulfillment and really be in that energy, I'm going to attract more of those things. I'm going to be an energetic vibration for that. So get really clear on here. What was that ideal day? And then if we start to break it down, what's like the number one, two or three most important things that I want to call in for this year. And then we step into number four, which is Okay, what do I get to do about it? Maybe you choose one thing in your health, one thing in your career, and one thing in your relationship. Maybe you're like, no, Sam, this year it's all about health and I'm just focusing on health or I'm just focusing on finances. Like, cool, choose what works for you. In this, what do I get to do about it? This is for all of you that love goals. Where are my to do list people? Hi, what's up? Me too. 
we get to write down those like top one, two, or three things. And then underneath each one, make three columns. You want about three action steps that are going to set you up for success. Now, before you start doing this, I want you to make them bite-size, bite-size, small, actionable steps. Now, I always love using fitness, um, fitness metaphors. I was a Nike master trainer for years. I lived in the fitness industry forever. And I love this idea of running a half marathon. If your goal is to run a half marathon, your action steps get to be super tiny. It's not like go run 13.1 miles. No, these action steps are like buy the new shoes, do my first walk around the block, hire a trainer that can support me in a training plan. Those would be my first steps. My first steps are not like go run a zillion miles. I need to break down the things so that they're actually achievable. So your goals, your action steps, we want them to be specific. So it's not like I got to run more. No, it would be like, I am going to run three times a week for 30 minutes. So they're really, really specific. We want them to be measurable. So by when are you going to do that? By January 5th, I will have done my first run with a date on it. That way it holds us accountable. We want them to be attainable. It's not going to go run a, a, a lot of miles. No, we want this. Okay. If I'm not a runner, I need to start walking first. So how do you make these actionable steps very, very small so that they're achievable, so that they're doable, so that you create momentum? That's what we're looking for. How do we create momentum here? And I love, love, love putting the buy ones, putting the dates next to them. And once you do this, you can always add to them. You could make a giant roadmap for the entire year if that feels good. But I really want you to focus on the first three things that you get to do. This makes it not overwhelming. This is actually going to set you up for success and know yourself. If you saying, I'm going to go run three miles is like, oh my God, that feels insane. I could never do that. Don't write that as your goal. Make it a half a mile, make it a half a mile, you know? So you get to trust yourself, build momentum within yourself, building the self-trust of setting yourself up to win. You get to set yourself up to win. You get to do that. So then step number five is who do I get to be in the process? And this is calling back all of those feeling words. Who do I get to be in the process? If my goal is to lose weight this year, I could join the gym. I could hire the trainer. I could commit to workouts. I could commit to new recipes. But if I am being pissed off and angry and hating my body and just like low vibe energy, it's going to suck to hit these goals. Just like if I'm training for that half marathon, I could hate myself every single mile. I could be in self-loathing and self beat up and just, ugh, and I could still hit my goal. Or I could choose to be a different version of me. If you have new goals, or you have goals that you've never hit before, it's going to require a different version of you. And this is the juice. Like this is my favorite stuff to jam on. What version of you gets to come alive in order to make these goals a reality and make them fun in the process? Life doesn't have to be so hard. And so often humans make it hard. This is your reminder that you are not a human doing, but you're a human being. So who do you get to be? So in this training program, 
that I'm talking about. P.S. I've never run a half marathon and I really have no desire to, but I just love this analogy because I think it's something that's so attainable for people. Instead, could I be curious? Could I be excited? Could I be committed? Could I be focused? Could I be passionate? Could I be responsible? Could I be exuberance? Could I be vibrant, radiant? Like what are the other ways that you get to be that maybe aren't normal or natural for you yet? It's like trying on a new pair of jeans. Like, you know, those pairs of jeans that like, oh, they just, they, they look so good. But the first time you put them on, they're like, oh, like they're a little tight and like, they're a little uncomfortable. Like, I don't know, but you try them on again and you're like, oh yeah, they're starting to break in. They feel good. And then like, by the third time you wear them, you're like, I am hot shit. Like I love these jeans. Look at me go. This is sometimes what it's like to try on a new way of being. It might feel uncomfortable at first. If you are someone that's normally a little bit monotone, a little bit reserved, a little bit introverted, trying on a new pair of jeans and being a more outgoing version of yourself could feel uncomfortable. And how do you get to make it fun? How do you get to make it interesting? How do you get to make it easy? So I really invite you into playing with new ways of being. And this is so applicable to everything. How do you get to be a new version of you in your relationship, in the bedroom? How do you get to be a new version of you in your workouts, in your nutrition? How do you get to be a new version of you in your career, in your business, with your family, with your finances? This is where we get to experiment. We get to release perfection. There's no right way to do it. There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. Everything is neutral. Everything that happens to you is neutral. It's the interpretation that we put on top of it that makes it quote unquote positive or negative or good or bad. So play, who do I get to be? Step number six, this is my favorite. Plan for shit to go sideways. Plan for shit to go sideways. Like something is gonna get messed up. My friend Diamandia was on the podcast um, a couple of weeks ago and she was like, the one thing I can guarantee is that it's gonna get fucked up somehow. Something is going to go wrong. So can we just acknowledge right now, something's not going to go the way we want it to. And so how do we get the support ahead of time to plan for when things don't go right? So what do you get to do on the days that you wake up feeling like crap and you don't want to go get your workout in and you don't want to eat well and you don't want to show up for your career? How are you going to plan for that? What's going to support you in staying the course? And some ideas for this are joining a group program, hiring a coach, hiring a trainer, hiring someone that's going to support you when things get tough. I love being around women. I think this is, this is why I'm so passionate about group programs is because it's really easy to give up on yourself. But when you have a team of people rooting for you and cheering for you and supporting you, oh, you become that much more invincible. You have people that will support you and pick you up when you've fallen down. So PS, we have Ignite starting in 2023. If you want any info on that 12-week course, it's going to be freaking amazing, really supporting you and stepping forward powerfully, mind, body, and spirit. But what's going to support you in staying the course? Something else that I just supported a client with is that we have her recording a video of herself when she's high energy, when she's in her vision, when she's committed and aligned, giving herself a pep talk. So she's like holding her phone. She's looking into the camera and she's like, all right, girl, you got this. 
Right now, I know you're tired. I know that you feel imposter syndrome. You feel comparison. You feel self-judgment. And I'm here to remind you who the fuck you are. You're powerful. You're committed. Your goals matter. Your dreams matter. Your impact matters. Get up, get out of bed. You've got this. So what would it be like for you to record a pep talk for yourself for the days that things go sideways? And what other kind of support do you need? Do you get to ask your partner for support? Hey, babe, I've got these huge business goals, huge career goals, and I'm going to need you to support me with the grocery shopping and the cleaning and the laundry for the next X amount of time. Can you support me? Or, hey, friends, I've got some big fitness goals this year. Can we, instead of going out drinking, can we go do a hike together? Can we go try some workouts together? If you see me with chocolate in my hand, can you hit it out of my hands? <laughs> can you support me? And so really asking your friends, not just like, Hey, I need your support. Tell them what the support looks like. Ask them, are you open to supporting me? And here's what that would mean to me. I need celebration. Can you celebrate me when I actually show up for my workout? When I, you know, have the tough conversations with my partner, can you celebrate me? I need celebration. So plan for shit to go sideways and, and really plan for how you're going to get back on track. Remember that every roadblock is really redirection. Sometimes I feel like it's the universe being like, are you sure you really want this goal? Like, are you sure you want this goal? And then sometimes I feel like it's really protection. Redirection is protection. Mm, that thing wasn't meant for me. Let me get back on track. Let me get back in alignment. So you never wasted time. You never did the wrong thing. There's no such thing. Your journey is your journey and it's going to go sideways. So trust yourself to get back in alignment and use these tools really to get back in alignment. So the number seven is all about alignment, alignment and intention. And I love asking this question, how would I show up if, and then you're going to insert your way of being that you're really stepping into. How would I show up if I loved myself? How would I show up if I was really committed? How would I show up if I was focused? How would I show up if I was passionate? What is your intention behind the things that you are doing? It's really calling in that being just a little bit more. But when, again, when we put our intention at the front of our attention, our lives become more efficient, more focused, more effective. And I don't know about you, but I love effective. I don't want to work out for three hours if I could do the workout in a 30 minutes and have more time and space for the other things I need to do. So keeping your intention really, really clear and staying in alignment with your ideal day. When we have new things come up and new opportunities, I like to ask, like, is this in alignment with where I'm going? Is this in alignment with what I'm here to create? Is this in alignment with what I want to experience in my life versus like, should I do this thing? Yes or no. A lot of times people have a hard time with boundaries because they feel like they need to say no to things and they feel like a bad person. But really I invite you into what is in alignment is saying no to this opportunity actually in alignment with your bigger goals. And so that's something to play with. And if we circle back to like, how would I show up if I love myself? It's not asking you to be in ultimate unshakable confidence and self-love. It's asking how in this moment would I show up if I love myself? And sometimes when we're looking at nutrition, for example, showing up, if I love myself means 
having the salad with the protein on top. And sometimes showing up like I love myself means having the ice cream sundae. So we start to release the self beat up and the self judgment and the comparison and all of those inner critic heavy things by really choosing from a space of awareness, getting off autopilot. I love supporting my clients and getting off autopilot. So we become aware of what is actually happening. Who am I being? And what am I choosing from this space? So if we really look at this, who I'm being, you know, there's this, this idea that, you know, if I have the goal body, um, I'm going to do the workouts because, you know, I'll see it and then I'll be happy. And instead, I really want to invite you into the be, do, have, who do I get to be such that I do the things that I need to do so that I have the results that I desire. Be, do, have, be, do, have, it's like running the marathon, hating yourself. I could have the goal, but it really ultimately, if I want happiness, how do I be happy now and show up happy to my workout so that I can be happy in my life, be, do, have always coming back to that as my intention, who am I being so that I'm doing this in a certain way so that I have exactly what I want, which is my ideal day. And just a reminder, what you think about, you bring about. So where is your mind going? Where is your intention going? If I'm thinking about everything that's not working and I'm stuck in this spiral, I'm going to attract more of it. But if I'm focused on who do I get to be, how do I get to bring my intention alive? How do I get to be of service of impact? How do I be fun? Sometimes it's not that serious. It's like, how do I be fun in this moment? How do I make this easy? And I like to remind my clients, if you don't like the answer to the question you're asking, ask a different question instead of why isn't this working or why is this happening to me? Ask, how is this happening for me? Ask what's available for me to learn here. How would I show up if this was fun? How would I show up if this was easy? How can this be easier? And we start to find new answers by asking different questions. And what this does is it takes you out of victim of like the world is happening to me and shit's happening to me into what's available for me. And that's where you take your power back. And that's what I'm all about. Taking your power back. All right. Now here's a bonus. That was our seven. One, identify what worked, what didn't work. Number two was release energetically, physically, somatically in your space. Step three, now that you're clean and clear, what are you calling in? What is your ideal day? What are those feelings, those sensations? What are you calling in? Step number four, what do you get to do about it? Creating three action steps that are specific, that are attainable, that are measurable, putting dates next to them by when will you complete these things? And then step number five, who do you get to be in the process? What new ways of being are you going to try on this year? Step six, plan for shit to go sideways. What kind of support do you get to have so that you can stay the course so that you can create different results this year? Step number seven, keeping your intention at the front of your attention alignment, 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 ask new questions. Is this in alignment with my goals? Who do I get to be? How would I show up? If I love myself, how would I show up? If I was committed really being intentional behind every action that you're taking. 
being the energetic vibration for what you're calling in. And then here's a bonus. Are you ready for the bonus? This is one of my favorite bonuses. Remember who the fuck you are. Remember who the fuck you are. Remember who the fuck you are. I'm going to say it again because this is like the juice. This is the juice. Who were you before all the shit happened to you? Who were you before all the shit happened to you? Remember who you are, that miracle that you are that was born. You know how hard it is for a human life to actually come through? Like we know like what has to happen, right? Like we know like the sperm and the egg and like they do their thing, but like we don't actually know the magic that happens inside that body, right? There's some miracle that has to happen. There's some kind of magic that has to happen for you to be created, for you, this specific version of you, all of the genetic pieces that make up you, the DNA, all of the things, the personality, the traits, all of that is magic. There is only one of you. And so often we forget how magical we are. So remembering who the fuck you are is so important. And one of the ways that I love supporting women in doing this is writing a letter. Remember you wrote that letter to yourself, that forgiveness letter, dear self, I forgive you for, this is a dear self. I'm proud of you for, I acknowledge you for, I acknowledge you for the way that you spoke up and left that relationship. I'm proud of you for getting out of bed today. I'm proud of you for choosing to show up even after you've been beat down time and time again. I'm proud of your resilience. I'm proud of your strength. I'm proud of your beauty. I'm proud of you for never giving up. To yourself, I acknowledge you for your heart. I acknowledge you for the way that you care about people. I acknowledge you for. And so you are going to acknowledge the fuck out of yourself. Women are so quick to be in self-beat up and self-hatred and self-judgment. And so this is rewriting that story. This is bringing in a little bit more of the magic of the acknowledgement of the praise. When's the last time you told yourself you're doing a good job? doesn't mean you're perfect. doesn't mean you're not making mistakes. You're human. Welcome to being human. Welcome to being human. Write down everything that you are proud of from the smallest, tiniest things to the biggest, most amazing accomplishments you have. And I encourage you to post this on your mirror in the morning. So you read it every day, put it as the background of your phone and read this out loud to yourself for those days that you forget for the days you fall into comparison, self-judgment, overwhelm, self-beat up. Remember how freaking amazing you are. And that's my wish for you to really be able to have that being the, the, the song that's on repeat versus the spiral of the negativity or the judgment. Remember who the fuck you are. That's what my work is all about. It's what I'm obsessed with helping women with. And I hope that this supports you in moving powerfully forward into this next year. I will say that ignite has its doors open for 2023. If you are ready to be done with the self beat up, if you're ready to be done feeling like you can't set boundaries, you can't use your voice. If you're ready to set boundaries without guilt, if you're ready to really take care of your health, your body, your nutrition, your workouts, if you are ready to step into your next level with a community of women who gets it so that you never feel alone again, I encourage you to apply. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram at Samantha Joe Harvey. We can feel into if it's the right fit for you or not. 
and really, truly get the support that you need to make this year different so that you don't wake up this time next year being like, man, I wish I would have. Let's take out any woulda, coulda, shouldas. Let's set you up for success so that you never have another new year feeling like, oh, I wish I would have done the thing. Let's set you up for success so that you can have the health, the relationships, the career, and the self-confidence that you are worthy of. It's time for you to become the powerhouse that you were always meant to be. My friends, thanks for being here. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.